Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Awaken to Empower podcast. I'm super excited that you're here today because today we have an amazing episode because you know, as you know, I don't really have a whole lot of guests on this show, but I had met this amazing lady not too long ago and she gave me a little taste of sound healing. I'm like, oh my God, I need to have her on the show today. So I thought now with Valentine's and also happy Valentine's Day. So I thought this was, was going to be an amazing topic to talk about today for Valentine's Day. And we're also going to do something very, very special. So before I, before I go into that, let me just introduce you to my guest for today. It's Sharon Karn. So Sharon is a director of training and development for the South Wellness Institute. She's an author, international speaker, sound therapist, publisher, musician, and recording artist. And she's going to tell you all about her here in just a minute. But, you know, just to talk a little bit more about today's episode. So we are really going to do something very special for today's Valentine's Day because she does a lot of sound healing. So she's going to tell us all about sound healing and how it can really affect us and how it can help us with healing. And then we're actually going to do something very special. We're going to combine my light language with her sound healing. And we're going to wear me the heck out of you. <laughs> so without further ado, let me introduce you to Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Thanks for being here. It's so great to have you. Okay. I'm just so, so, so delighted to be here and to be your guest today. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be fantastic. And uh, but before we kind of dive into today's topic, why, why don't you tell us a little bit more about like you know who you are, what you do, just so we can kind of get a better understanding of you know what you're all about. Uh, well, I've been a I've been a musician all my life, and the sound healing and everything I'm doing now is what I have come to understand as soul work, and the whole journey of how that happened is is a gift for me, gifts from the universe. And so I am just so grateful to, to have brought a lifetime of music into the work that I do now. And, uh, and, and, and it's interesting how invitations from the universe show up as surprises. Sound Wellness started with a phone call that came from out of the blue completely. I, I had been uh, finally, finally making the transition between how music really works and really affects a person and actually moving into studying sound healing and sound therapy. You know, it's one of those things I've probably done all my life, but not consciously. But about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, it started moving into the conscious place. And as I started really digging into the research and doing my own training in sound healing and sound therapy, 
I guess word got around the university where I was in, uh, instructor in the conservatory, and uh, I received a call from the the director of the Integrative Health Institute at the university, and she said, "Sharon, I hear you're into sound therapy," <laughs> and I said, "I guess so." <laughs> and then she she said she explained, "Well, we have we are creating a study." on stress and we wanted you to create a program in this study on stress to work with a group of practitioners as a or a group of our staff and faculty as a facilitator uh, to measure how well it works so i thought well i would love to do that and gather together some of this information that i've been studying for many years by then so um, i put it all together and worked with my group and they were so excited at the end of my time with them. They kept asking, how do I learn more about this? How, where can I go to learn more? And, you know, there was no place I could send them. So I thought, okay, something needs to be created here. So there is a place where people can learn how, in practical ways, how sound can bring so much more ease to your day particularly in reducing stress. So a month after my part in that study, I created Sound Wellness. And that was, gosh, 12 years ago now. (laughs) So it has been the most amazing journey of evolution since then in combining that 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 soul work and expressing that soul work and delving deeper and deeper and deeper into that soul work. That is amazing. You know, one question I always, or actually two questions I always ask, you know, my, my guests is like, how did you awaken really to your gifts, to your divine purpose? And then how did you then start empowering others? Well, I mean, I think you already covered how you start empowering, but how did your awakening kind of start? Because I know there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of people, they're kind of like, you know, they're getting smacked by the universal baseball bat. And I mean, I know for me, I mean, I was like very <laughs> resistant. I was like, no, no, <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how, did you really awaken to your purpose, to your divine purpose, to your divine gift, and really step into your power to go out there and really make that impact? I love this question, Kay, because for me, this has been a lifelong journey, actually. I didn't find out until my 30s, and my mom told me that I died when I was 10 months old. I I had whooping cough and I stopped breathing, turned blue, turned black. And she, in her panic, she grabbed me by my feet and just shook. And it brought me back. It dislodged whatever it was that allowed me to start breathing again. And uh, so I was integrating that experience. And not long after that, um, my my mom's sister, my Aunt Rose, and I, we, we have such a similar journey, Aunt Rose and I. We were in a bookstore. And she grabbed a book off the shelf and she said, Sharon, you have to read this. And it was a book on near-death experience in children and babies because the experience is very different in children and babies than it is in adults. And it kind of reverses brain development and it shifts how the brainwave states develop and grow as a child is growing up. And at the end of this book, it was so helpful for me to integrate that experience. And at the end of the book, there was a meditation to help take you back to that memory of where you went when, when you, you crossed or when, you, when you, you basically had that experience. And uh, it's interesting because as a child and a baby, there's no frame of reference. 
Yeah. As far as as um, that transition from living to to where we go next, mm-hmm. so that was fascinating. And you know, throughout life, when there's kids and there's life and there's work and all of these things, I would flow in and out of of the spiritual journey. That experience as a baby put my feet on a spiritual journey right at day one, almost day one. Oh wow! But you know, I ignored it. It's that resistance thing like yours. I would get busy with other things and someone would hand me a book on Tibetan philosophy, you know, saying, Sharon, you need to read this. <laughs> so it's like the universe is constantly, constantly sending me, me reminders. I'd be in a bookstore and a book would fall off the shelf behind me. And I always knew that if something like that happened, okay, Sharon, you better pick it up and read it and go buy the book. And every single time there was something that I needed to know. So whenever I I was distracted, there would always be reminders. And then about, gosh, about 25 years ago or so, as a part of this it's part of this avoiding and distracting and being reminded, I decided I needed to step into my spiritual journey, my soul's journey. And I went up to one of the tallest hills here in our city, and I said out loud to the universe, I promise, I promise that I will walk the journey my soul wants to walk in this lifetime. I have no idea what that journey is. (laughs) I know when I feel like I'm on the journey because that journey keeps changing and evolving and moving and growing as you do. And uh, then I I just said, show me the next step. All I want to know is the next step. And I'll know from how I feel how, how, whether I feel like I'm on the journey or not. And you know, since then, Kay, it it has been so fascinating. It's like the synchronicities that came mm-hmm. are are little course corrections, or they're they're offering me opportunities I could never have imagined with my own brain. It's like sound wellness itself was one of those opportunities. Creating certification programs for practitioners is another opportunity from a conversation that just came from out of the blue, of course. Mm-hmm. And then it, it triggers something that says, I can do that. There's a need for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then now we're growing a whole branch of our business into corporate wellness, which was another phone call from out of the blue with, from someone who said, you need to have programs in the corporate world and the well as wellness programs. And we thought, yeah, we can do that. Okay. <laughs> and it's fascinating when, when, and, and now that promise is the most important thing to me. And it, and it has become more and more important. So now I pay more attention. And as I pay more attention to the synchronicities and, and, to the just just being in total joy and wonder for how this happens that i i'm just so grateful uh, for all of these amazing opportunities and that that just kind of fall into my lap it's yes. fascinating 
I mean, it's really when you surrender, it's just like all the amazing things start happening. And, you know, I, for the longest time, I was in such resistance and I was like banging my head against the wall. I'm like, why is this not working? And it was really like, when you try to go your way, usually your way is in limitation. It's not really where you're supposed to be, but it's really, it takes sometimes that, you know, knock over the head until, you know, almost <laughs> knock you off your feet to really realize that, you know what, this is not what I'm here to do. And like, okay, what am I here to do? And it sounds like that that's what, what you did when you went on that mountain, like just complete surrender in a way, right? Yeah, very much so. Because it became really important to me to mm. walk my soul's journey because I'd resisted for so many years. Mm. And I thought, you know, kiddo, how many lifetimes have I wasted? How many have I wasted? And right now, with the chaos and, and the shifting and so much going on right now, right now is such an amazing opportunity mm -hmm. for growth and evolution. I thought, okay, enough fooling around here, Sharon. <laughs> All right, let's just, let's just go for it, jump off the mountain and say, I promise, I promise. I have no idea what this will do, but I promise I will do this. Yep. Just show me the next step. <laughs> so what do you think would be the biggest, biggest lesson that you had to learn on your whole awakening journey? Listen. Mm. Listen. And usually when I'm not listening, and you were mentioning this too, the, the not listening shows up as that resistance and the mm. kicks in the head and, and uh, all of those things. So after enough kicks in the head and, uh, and all of those, I get nudges now, but not the big ones anymore. Um, you learn how to listen, right? <laughs> I learned how to listen better. I don't, you know, there's moments when you fall off the listening trail. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always, because we're mm -hmm. human, you know, that's yeah. just being human. Uh, but I think I listen more than I used to. And, mm -hmm. and that too is a journey. That, mm -hmm. that was very helpful to notice that. Mm -hmm. Listen. It was really important. Mm. Oh, that's, that's an amazing journey. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing that. So now let's talk about sound healing because I'm super excited because, I mean, when we talked the other day, like it was been a couple of weeks now, I mean, it was just so amazing just learning more about that. So I really want to dive into the topic. So tell us a little bit more about, like, what exactly is, you know, sound healing? Mm, it, it, sound healing is evolving like crazy too because it's showing up in even in the medical community i'm i'm sharing articles all the time on my facebook page that that show up and people know that i love these scientific articles on sound so they share them with me and i share them on my page um one uh, the, the things that are happening in the medical community with sound is unbelievable. And of course, we all know and have probably experienced ultrasound. It's a way for, for doctors to, to be able to see better into the body. Uh, sound itself is defined as vibrational energy. Vibrational energy. And this energy actually is one of the few things that can restructure matter because in order for sound just to move it's a very physical energy it has to push against atoms and molecules mm -hmm. and it creates a vibration think of the last time you were at a red light and the car beside you had the boom had the bass up so loud you could feel the vibration in your body well, I mean, that? I have it in my car, so I always feel it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always go. get my little back massage. <laughs> there you go. 
there you go. Exactly. That's how sound works. You feel it, the low ones, especially the low vibrations, you feel it go through your body because it goes through your body faster than it goes through the air, actually. So sound, when it moves through you, pushes around your molecules and atoms and it uh, can allow them, once the sound stops, the whole idea about healing sound is to use the sound that will support the body into restarting at its normal vibrational frequency. The body knows how to do that. We just dump so many stresses and other things into the body that it can't, it forgets or it gets so much heaviness dumped onto it, it can't restart and it can't heal by itself. That's how it's, that's how it's designed. Your body is designed to heal itself. So what sound does is it shakes everything up like this. So all the molecules are doing this. And if it's the right sound for you, then when the sound stops, the body just goes, whoa. (laughs) And then resets to normal, natural, healthy function. So some sounds will not do that like a jackhammer. Some sounds will do that like an old Tibetan bowl. Mm -hmm. The sounds that feel right to you will help you do that. So that is one of the ways that sound heals. Another one is, is we are natural resonators for sound. And we love to resonate at sounds that we like. This is partly entrainment. Think of when you go into the grocery store, there's always music playing. Well, it only takes about five minutes for your heartbeat to match the beat of the music playing. Only about, and you can't turn that off. Your heart is designed to match the beat of any music around you. It's so what designed if you to do to techno. <laughs> well, that's a problem. I cannot listen to techno yeah, because it speeds up my heartbeat so much that I get anxious. So I cannot listen to techno. And I know there are some television programs that use this kind of music with a very fast beat. It speeds up my heart so much. I have to turn it off because I cannot, for me, I cannot have my heartbeat going that fast for so long. Um, For me, I prefer to have the slower beats to my body likes that mm-hmm. it uh every once in a while when i need to speed up the heartbeat like when i'm driving i'll play music for me that does that that helps keep me more alert mm-hmm. this is called entrainment and we do this all the time we synchronize with everything in our environment and music is just one of those things your body is designed actually designed to synchronize with especially the heart the breathing and the brain waves those three systems are intimately connected. When you change one, you change change the three of them. So the entrainment and resonance, those things are are amazing for for becoming more aware of and using to help your body remember or reset itself to its own natural healing ability. And then there's sound at the quantum level. When sound is pushing atoms around and it's restructuring how matter actually vibrates, then you have the ability to to really work at unconscious levels, which are things like managing pain, things like curing incurable diseases, things, things like that at the quantum level are possible. And there's an aspect of sound that works at that level. So it's, it's a very whole modality because it works at so many levels. I love this modality. 
Now I'm going to ask you something. Um, is it true? I mean, is there like a difference then uh, when it comes to like, well, as soon as you raise your vibration or your, your consciousness that you're experiencing more? Because like, I, when I think back, like, I mean, I used to, when I was younger, I mean, I was, you know, I had bass in the car. I was listening to techno and it didn't bother me. Right. Or even, you know, now as I started really on my spiritual journey, now I feel the music at a different level than I did before. Like, I mean, there was like a time when I was driving and I was like having the music on and really the bass, I could feel the bass. I could literally feel it. My body just, I don't know. It was a weird feeling, but I never really experienced it before I really started working on myself, raising my vibration. So is there a, is there a difference that when you're not as conscious that you're not experiencing as much as when you're more conscious, you're experiencing more? Or how does that work? Okay, this is this is such an important topic. Thank you so much for bringing this up because it, it really is important, and and he, especially for empaths, every every human being, uh, especially as you're awakening, your empathic level increases, so you feel more, you understand more, you're connected more. I've I've always been an empath. I think that happened when I had that near death experience as a baby. I I. I, I have super sensitive sensitivity. So, uh, I, and in the last, since I started really becoming more conscious of it, then I've learned how to use it and hone it and understand it rather than let it take me off center. Now, as an empath, that is an ongoing journey because you are sensitive. And as you awaken, you become more sensitive you need to become aware of how that feels in your body because your body is a beautiful mirror for your vibration. So keeping your vibration high is a journey too <laughs> because we're human and it's going like this all the time or it goes, Ooh. Ooh. sometimes I feel like I'm going bipolar. I'm like, why am I feeling this way now? I'm like, Oh my God, yesterday I felt amazing. Now I'm like, Oh my God, I just want to cry all day. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. So the first question I ask myself when my, when I'm feeling something off in my body, I say, is this mine? is this mine? I'm a physical empath. I can feel energies from other people, even the planet and animals. So is this mine is the first question I ask. And if it isn't mine, then I, I ask the next question is, is there something I need to do to serve this energy or to serve the release of this energy or the calming down of this energy and all I have my own way of understanding a yes or no in my body so sometimes there's something I need to do to support a shift uh, in the more larger collective sometimes not usually it's no this isn't mine okay I release this energy <laughs> and then whatever's left over is mine <laughs> and then I have to do use all my tools to to help my body restart again its own natural healing ability another example was just a week ago Sunday K I was nauseous and dizzy all day long all day long and I thought what is going on the next day I felt better and then a friend of mine sent me uh, an email from one of uh, I guess one of the psychics on the planet who who kind of has a, a tuned into the energy of the planet and heartmath.org is a website it, it heartmath is a fabulous fabulous 
um, Institute where they study the science of the heart. So for Valentine's Day, do yourself a favor, go to heartmath.com or heartmath.org. HeartMath also has a group of scientists studying the vibration of the earth. And one of the things that's shifting a great deal right now is the magnetic field of the earth. It's very wobbly. And sometimes it's really intense and sometimes it's not. Normally, this is called one of the vibrations of the earth. It's called the Schumann resonance. You might have heard of that. Yes, I have. And the, that normally it's supposed to be at about eight hertz. So the earth vibrates at about eight hertz. And we, because we're connected with her, vibrate at eight hertz. Mm-hmm. And that's within the alpha brainwave state, which is optimum functioning for a human being. But on that Sunday when I was so sick, the vibration was between 40 and 100 hertz. Oh, my gosh. It was like off the charts high. And as the earth is evolving, her vibration is being measured by these scientists. And her vibration is shifting into higher and higher ranges. That's a higher and higher brain wave state for us. And also our, our magnetic field has to shift with the earth because if we don't, then we get very dizzy, very disoriented. We have to be connected with the earth. We have to. So when the earth is doing this, then our magnetic fields are doing that too, because we are connected with her. So on that day, that then I explained it. Her vibration was so high, the Earth's vibration, that my vibration was struggling to match that and stay connected. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling very nauseous all day long and dizzy. Um, and all I could do was just kind of sit and rest. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, and some of the empaths I know are also connected to the Earth. They feel every earthquake in their body. Mm-hmm. I mean, they I've feel noticed a lot is going on lately. And I mean, yes. I actually thought that 2020 is supposed to be an amazing year, right? And I mean, well, I was like yes. so excited, but it's like, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, like actually the last two weeks, I mean, it was so intense yes. that I'm just like right now, I really just want to go lay down and sleep and like not come out. <laughs> I'm like, you know, screw everything, right? <laughs> That's the journey though, Kay. That's the journey. And, and our vibration, as far as keeping our vibration stable and high, I don't think that's possible mm-hmm. because of even the earth herself is, is doing this with her mm-hmm. vibration and we're intimately connected with that. So we have to be able to flow with it. We have to notice when we've been around negative people for a while and our vibration feels horrible. And then we have to have a lot of tools to bring it back up to what feels right for us mm-hmm. because you know, when when your energy is feeling right, when you're not, usually when, when I've been around a, a negative vibration or negative energy or somebody complaining all the time, I get extremely tired. Just, just mm-hmm. boom, it hits like that. Mm-hmm. And then when I get a tiredness that hits like that very suddenly, then I know, oh, okay, some, so I, my vibration has just shifted to a very low state okay, what can I do to correct that? Is there, um, I, I'd certainly remove myself from a situation if I can, if I'm around someone who's complaining a lot, because that's a very low vibration. Mm-hmm. And um, that's difficult to manage for, yeah. for a very sensitive empath. And as our sensitivities 
get um, more defined, we need more skills and more tools to manage them. Sound is huge for that. Mm -hmm. So that's because that's the, the next thing I was going to ask, you know, as empath, I mean, we do need a lot of tools. And I remember when I first, you know, found out an empath, I mean, it really, I mean, I didn't know what to do with that. I was feeling all these different things and I really didn't have the tools to help me stay ground and whatnot. So you, you, you mean like sound can it really also help us stay more grounded and clear out or whatnot? Or can you talk a little bit more about how sound healing can really help us empath? on our journey or just kind of staying sane. <laughs> yeah, staying sane, that's a good point. <laughs> that that's a journey too. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And and with empaths, and one of the things too, the empaths have such huge hearts. Mm. They feel everything. Yeah. And a heart like that can easily get hurt. So one of the things that is so, so, so important for empaths is to feed your heart. Mm -hmm. And often we turn our energies outside because we're giving and we're supporting and we're shifting. We're supporting the whole human, the whole, all of humanity. And, and so um, one of the things that we often forget to do is feed ourselves. And this is where sound is so wonderful. Sound is food for your nervous system. And as you know, there's junk food, there's good food, and there's super food. Yeah. So junk sound is whatever makes you feel crappy. Like, and, and just junk sound, like traffic noise is one of those things that's been measured to raise stress hormones. Mm -hmm. Also jackhammers, things like that, that are loud, irritating sounds, remove yourself if you can. Mm -hmm. um, so junk sound, be aware of what doesn't serve you and what doesn't feel right. Uh, the healthiest sounds that there are for you are uh, woodland birds or birdsong, uh, water, bub gently bubbling water, and wind. So go for those. You can find all kinds of places on the internet where you have access to birdsong and to water sounds and wind, or combinations of those sounds, mm -hmm. or just go outside and listen to the birds. That's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things. Uh, oh, yes. Summertime. Yep. Mm -hmm. Totally. I sit when outside I, and just like, oh. yes. I just get annoyed totally. by the dogs because I have like barking dogs around in the neighborhood, like right by next birds, by my, my neighbors. So they're always like, you know, the yapping dogs. I'm like, come on, I just want to relax. <laughs> Then uh, ignore the dogs. When the dogs stop for a moment, go back and listen to the birds or focus on the birds, okay? Then it can help to balance the annoying sound of the dogs. Yes. Can you try that? Uh, yeah, I do that. Or we have a little pond in our backyard, and we also have a bus stop right beside the house. So when I'm outside, the buses, especially the big ones, have a low rumble that mm -hmm. goes through me, and I can feel their sound go through me, when they, when, especially when they leave the bus stop. So as soon as that happens, I bring my focus right back to the pond and the bubbling water and the little waterfall. Mm -hmm. And so that, it's like all of that sound just drains right out of me instantly. Mm -hmm. So allow the bird song to create, create that healthy response in the body. So helpful. Now, super sound, it can be a sound tool. It can be your own voice. So if you want to feed your heart, can we do a sound that feeds your heart? 
I'm sorry. Can I demonstrate a sound? Yes, yeah, totally. Because this is, if you're feeling stressed, your shoulders, for me, my shoulders start doing this when I feel stressed. So whenever I notice my shoulders start getting tight or going up, then I do this sound. Now, there's a couple of ways to do this. One of them is like this. Your body has its own sounds that helps it heal. And those I call the natural sounds of the body, like, ooh, ah, uh-oh. All of those sounds, laughs, all of those natural sounds of the body actually have been found to release endorphins that helps the body heal. So what the, the vocalized sigh is, is it amplifies the release of endorphins from the nervous system that stimulates more stress release and helps the body heal. So I'll do it again. It just feels like all that stress drains right out through my feet. Yeah, I could feel like just kind of like grounding as you were saying that, which is like you're feeling more grounded. That's that's nice. Totally. I use this and it takes seconds, right? Yeah. Shifts you your don't energy need nothing total. for that. So basically, I mean, I, I'm guessing that's a great way to, to ground yourself as well. Just doing that, what you just did. Absolutely. It is. I need to so, try it next time. Absolutely. So what I do is I start with my vocal voice in the mid range of my voice and let it gradually drop to as low as it can go. Because low sounds tend to help discharge stress and excess energy from the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So when it feels like you've got a lot of energy going around, it feels a little scattered, just, ah. And if you can smile while you do it, even double the endorphin. (laughs) The smiles also create a release of endorphin. This, your body is so wise. Oh, this is already built in. So we just, and you can use it when you need it instead of allowing it to happen naturally. It does. But it, when you really need it, use it and amplify it with the vocalized sigh, with a smile. Yeah. You can feel the difference in your body. Yeah, I actually had to do, uh, at, my, at one of my jobs, I had to have us going into a laughter class. Totally. I mean, I fall so off. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I mean, I was a little bit of a rebel. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Mm, that's stupid. that's <laughs> weird, right? So I was just like, ha, 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 right? I was just, you know, being funny like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, some people, I mean, I t- sometimes I was really laughing because they were. it was just so weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, I heard that laughing just like that. Uh, I mean, people actually go to class for that to feel better, I guess. So that was pretty interesting. Laughter is a huge healing, creates a huge healing response in the body. Absolutely huge. Mm. Yeah. So how beautiful you brought up that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so now are, we, we have that. Now, what else can we do as far as sound wise goes? Well, if you have Tibetan bowls or sound tools, so we have nature sounds, we have your own voice, which you always have. Sound tools also are really, really helpful in in creating this more specific response in the body. So I, um, I do have a couple here. Jo- and, yes. I can- and my favorite one is right there too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me just tell you about that, that one bowl that she has. She calls it oh. Sir. It's a, what yes. did you say? It's a diamond crystal bowl? It's a diamond crystal singing bowl, yes. And let me tell you, when we met a few, a few weeks ago and she gave me a taste of that, 
I mean, it was amazing. So we're going to play around with that later on when we combine uh, the singing bowl with the light language. But it, I mean, so yeah, definitely stay tuned because her singing bowls are amazing. But one thing I have to ask you though, because I mean, there are so many different ones and like I have kind of like struggled with that too. Like, because I mean, there's so many, which one do you choose? Because I know there are the crystal bowls, there are the, the Tibetan bowls, there are all these different tones. Like what, can you give some advice as far as like, how can we choose the best ones for us? If you're looking for a sound tool to work with yourself, then look for something that feels wonderful to you, that feeds your heart. Remember, sound is food. So if you're purchasing a sound tool that is meant to feed your heart, then make sure it feels amazing. Now, as a sound practitioner, then there may be different reasons for working with a singing bowl, like the set behind me on the shelves, that's a chakra set that are very that have very specific purpose. This Tibetan bowl I have here is more of an all-purpose bowl. So that this one I use mostly with myself and with, with clients when they come in. So the crystal bowl is a very different energy. I love the Tibetan bowl because it's more physical. I feel the vibration in the body if I have tight muscles or if I have issues going on in my body, I find the Tibetan singing bowl really helps to support to the body to reset back to natural healing ability. The crystal bowls are a little different because of the quartz. And quartz is a mineral that actually works with human thought. It's an amplifier. So it's like putting a microphone in front of your thinking when you're working with a singing crystal bowl. Okay. So here you need to be very conscious and aware that whatever's going on in here and whatever's going on in here is going to be amplified. Now here too, with a bowl like Sir, you can play the bowl. Sir has a huge heart energy. So you can play the bowl with the intention to feed your heart because your intention is uh, layered on the sound. That's part of the quantum level of sound. There's a vibration, which is the sound itself. Then there's your intention that is carried on the sound waves. It's the same way that the radio frequency, when you tune your car radio to a certain radio frequency, it has the songs and the news and the weather and all of that is carried by the radio frequency. Your radio matches the frequency and you hear the news and the songs and all of those things. Same thing with singing bowls and with any sound tool actually. Your intention is carried on the sound. Very important to remember that. I mean, I do believe everything is all about intention. I mean, my yes. guides had shared with me because I know as, you know, spiritual teachers, spiritual healers, we try to overthink stuff. We need to like learn this modality and this modality and all these different things. But one of the things that my guides have shared with me as I was also working with clients is like to stop overthinking stuff because you already know what you need to do. It's mm. like you're tuning in and trusting and for me, when I started really playing with or working with it, with the light language, I didn't have no training on that. I had like a one, two hour activation training or class or whatnot, where she activated everyone on the call. But then after that, it's really, it's about my guide share with me. It's like, just trust. And I start really playing around with it. And it's like about intention because anything that you're doing with energy, 
just put the intention and that's what my guide shared with me and whenever i use life language it's that intention behind it and then letting the energy do to do let, let the energy do whatever it's intended to do because i believe it's really to our highest and greatest good right as long as we're having the right kind of intention in it. so is is that kind of same thing with the singing bowl then exactly Kay. exactly the same thing totally yeah so would you like to share that once my one, not the third, because I think we're going to use the third later on when we use the light language. Would you like to share the, or just give an experience of that Tibetan bowl? Cause Tibetan. And let me just kind of sh share with you guys, you know, this bowl, when she played that with me, I could feel it like hitting my, the back of my neck, going down my spine, going back up. I mean, it was just amazing. So I think you're going to love this one. <laughs> this bowl is quite big, quite heavy. Uh, it could be hundreds of years old. I don't really know. And it has the most incredible sound. Okay, so I'll tap it three times because sometimes the Zoom platform will, will cut off the sound quickly. So, okay, here we go. That was beautiful. Thank you so well, much for sharing that. Beautiful low frequency today on that mm -hmm. one. It's like, ooh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's really amazing. Like the first time I heard like a singing bowl, that's actually what got me into, that's what opened me up or opened my spiritual journey because it was a lady here locally. Uh, she's a massage therapist, but she's also working with the angels. And the first time I saw her, we were talking and I told her about the whole empath thingy. And then she used, this, she had a crystal, a white crystal singing bowl for, to open up my heart chakra. And let me tell you, it was the most amazing thing that happened to me. But then on the way home, she opened me up so bad that, I mean, I was crying the whole way home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like yeah. really what kick-started this whole healing journey for me. So, I mean, I never knew anything about singing bowls or anything like that. But when she did that with me, it was just the most amazing thing that ever happened to me. Well, at that point, that was like the most, uh, most amazing thing that I had experienced to up until this point, right? So that was definitely amazing. But now earlier you mentioned there like those different, you mentioned like the, the, uh, the super food and all these different things. So when it comes to sound, did you want to kind of expand on that a little bit more? Yeah. These are superfood. Mm. What you did, what we did with the, ah, is superfood because it's created with an intention to have a very specific effect. That's superfood because your nervous system responds very quickly and very specifically with a rush of hormones to those kinds of sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for asking that. Absolutely. So, and I think Sir is the superest of superfoods. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the master right there. <laughs> so crystal singing bowl looks very different from, from the Tibetan singing bowl. This one is so much fun. Yeah. Oh, yes, very much so. We're definitely going to use that when we when we combine with the light language. But uh, I mean, unless you want to kind of give it a try right now. So, you know, the, the audience, the listeners can kind of get an idea of what it's going to be like. And then later on, we're going to include the light language. Well, yeah, I can tap him, tap Sir a few times. Um, I nicknamed this bull Sir because it's it's an energy that to me that is very conscious. I find... The, the alchemical bowls, which especially diamond, diamond represents soul. 
diamond represents the highest vibration of what we are. A diamond will also cut through anything. So it's a bowl that has all of that capacity and it's very bossy, which is why I call oh, it. Yes. So. I hear a voice <laughs> in my head when I play this bowl often. <laughs> it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yes, sir, I do it this way and this way and this way. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I did have that experience too. When uh, when you uh, when you played that, did when we talked, it was really a very strong message, like get out of your own way or something like that, or move forward or something yes. like really not like soft or gentle. No, it's like get out of your own way. Oh, that's Sir's <laughs> voice. That is definitely Sir's. I call it kicking the soul purpose. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that you know that nails it on the head. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I'll tap this bowl three times to give you a sense of the sound. You're hearing that okay, Kay? Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's that's the bad thing about uh, using Zoom. You never know if it comes through right. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I had a question for you earlier and now, you know, I think Sir kind of totally knocked it out of my mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there's so many different ways of using sound. So, you know, if someone really wants to get started with sound, like what, what would be the first thing that you would suggest that they should do? What's the, where should they start? It depends on whether they want to use it for themselves or to use it with clients if you want to use it with clients look for a training program we offer training programs and there are many other places where you can get some good training and sound and um uh, gosh and and check check your own city and your own neighborhood because often there are there are other people who are offering services using sound healing and sound therapy so you can check with them um, become the one of them is just very simple become very aware of your own voice and how you're using it mm-hmm. because your voice feeds you more than any other sound around you remember sound goes through you faster and it goes through the air and so does your voice because it's created inside of you and because it's created inside of you, then I have already moved every atom in my body with every single sound that I make before the microphone even, before you even receive the sound of my voice. I've moved every atom of my own body. So become aware of your voice and because it feeds your body all day long, 24-7. Well, except when you're sleeping. But <laughs> Well, the other thing is just your mind kind of, kind of feeding it or not, right? Because, you know, it totally makes sense now that you're saying that because it's the same like when we're using, uh, you know, positive, when we're saying positive things or when we're like in, you know, limitation or whatnot, because that also, I'm guessing, carries somewhat of frequency. If I say I can't do this, that carries a complete different frequency. If I would say, oh, I can do this, I'm, I'm good enough. I can do this right totally Kay. and if you're using affirmations and love affirmations that's why saying them out loud is so important because when you say them out loud you're physically planting that intention of that vibration uh, that that affirmation into your cells of your body because sound puts them there that's why saying affirmations out loud are so effective 
Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so basically, are you saying like, if you're just saying it in your mind, it's not as effective as if you're saying it out loud? I believe so because of the power of the sound of your voice and moving every atom to the energy of the affirmation you want to plant. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think I need to start saying mine more out loud. Try it. <laughs> try it for a couple of days and then try it silently for a couple of days and see if you notice a difference. Always test. Hmm. Always check well, it out. I did notice whenever I say in my mind, I can then tune into the feeling. It, 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 connect i connect with that better than if i saying out loud like if i say it out loud it feels like there's a disconnect and when i just kind of tune in and i say it in my mind and i just feel it i think i don't know my voice kind of distracts me i guess i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> well you can do the same thing with your voice k you can feel into the voice as mm-hmm. you say the affirmation so if you choose to try this out and test it out then do the same thing you do with the feeling mm-hmm. with the voice and, and notice it. how the voice changes or how the voice try matches the energy of the affirmation or how your voice changes as you're just paying attention to it. Well, I guess that's a good practice for everyone that's listening to try it as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now that we're, you know, we're almost coming to the end of the episode. Do you want to get started with, you know, using some light language and some singing bowls? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So um, which one are you going to use, sir? Or are you going to use the Tibetan one? Ooh, yes. Oh, your light language is so beautiful, Kay. It just feels like a perfect match for sir. I think so too. So is he, is he ready? Yes. So I'm not sure if uh, just tapping or playing how that will come through. So I'll Um, just... Well, let's just kind of like, you know, the one thing that I like to do is with everyone, before we really get started with light language, you know, I also would like to set the intention. I think with Sir, he can really infuse the intention with, you know, his power. So, you know, just kind of when you, if you can put both feet on the ground, really get centered, set the intention to really open yourself up to receiving this, this double whammy of light language and healing sound and really open yourself up to allowing the energy to do whatever it's intended to do because it is to your highest and greatest good. Now, since it is Valentine's Day, it's all about love and being joyful or whatnot. I would like to really focus on the intention on uh, opening our heart to love, to abundance, to joy and happiness. How's that sound? Okay. Perfect. So I'm going to let you start and then I just kind of get started and then I just kind of tune in with the light language. Oh, okay. He wants this. Kushaina sutushia, Sarashite iku ushitina, Sutu uru ale iki iku ushitita, Saraane iku ushi, Hu ushinet ushiti iku uhuta, Saaha ane iku, Haake iku ushite iku u, La anate ehu urua, He en ushi, Su ushi nataaki, Tu ushina at ushite iku uru usi, Tana ate e. To ushi kata aha, so utu shane eti ikaa yina sata. To uru kae ku ushana ase ishiti ihi suna iata iya. That was quite beautiful. Wow. I think let's let's all take just a t- deep breath in. 
Let's just anchor that energy in. Beautiful, Kay. I feel it on the back of the heart. For me, the back of the heart is where I feel support. Most of us feel support. If you imagine an angel putting their hand on the back of your heart, that's mm -hmm. what the light language felt like. I mean, just a combination. I felt like just empowered feeling, like, you know, just coming through me, like this whole sense of really joy and, and excitement and, and support. Like I could feel like our guides really being there supporting us. Kind of like what you mentioned with the hand. I mean, that was, that was quite interesting. I mean, I've never done any, like a combination like that before. So I think that was really amazing. So yeah. <laughs> awesome. So any one of you that is listening, feel free to let us know, you know, send me an email info at ksanders.com. Let me know what you experienced as we were combining the sound healing and the light language. I would really love to hear, you know, what you experienced and how you like this, because maybe you know, here we're, we're going to maybe do some other things later on in down the road together to combine the light language and the sound healing. Cause I think it's definitely going to be a double webby, right? <laughs> oh boy. Absolutely. Kay. I so agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So does yes, Sir has anything to say right now? Any last messages that he would like to share with us? Actually, there is. And okay. when, when I clear my mind and listen to the bowl and look at the bowl, he says, remember the joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Great. So I think this is going to, this is, was an amazing episode. So Sharon, I mean, in, I mean, in closing, like, I mean, how can people get a hold of you if they want to, you know, learn a little bit more about you or find out more about you, you know, where can they find you? Our website is soundwellness.com. And if you're interested in our training part, it's soundwellnessinstitute.com. Yeah, and all links will be in the show notes as well, so you can just go there and click on it. And now, in closing, I mean, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for for being here, for you know, doing this with me here, because I really think this is going to be this was was an amazing episode. So I'm super excited that you are here. Uh, so thank you so much. But in closing, I mean, do you have any final words, anything else you would like to share with the with the with the listeners, and also maybe something that can help them really feel empowered as they continue on their journey of really awakening to who they are so they can really go out there and make a bigger impact? Well, as far as sound is concerned, I love to remind people to become more aware of the sound around you. Remember, sound is food for your nervous system. So become aware of how the sound around you is feeding your nervous system. So that's really important, especially as you, as you grow and evolve, you become more sensitive to the sound. And then as far as your own spiritual journey, what has meant so much to me is just listening to the universe and being open to listening to the universe. I have received so many amazing gifts and synchronicities from doing that. Hard to do 24-7. I don't think it's possible to do 24-7. But at least if you have, uh, if all of a sudden you notice, oh, that's different. I never would have thought of that. Mm -hmm. That's usually a gift from the universe. Because it's usually something that you never would have thought of mm -hmm. that is within your, your soul's possible journey. Mm -hmm. You have to choose it. But still, the universe will offer you things that expand your capacity to give. Mm -hmm. 
That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Sharon, for sharing that. And also, I think today, I think really the biggest takeaway for me was also how sound can really help us empath on, you know, really staying grounded. And because, I mean, if any one of you are listening, really struggling with this whole up and down of everything that's going on, you know, maybe try what Sharon shared about, you know, the sound earlier or, you know, even maybe singing. You know, I like to sing in the shower, like the light language. That's when it likes to come through. (laughs) Totally. But anyways, but I really hope that you have a better understanding now that sound can really help you stay more grounded because, I mean, as you're working with clients, as you're going through your journey, I mean, it can be very, very overwhelming, very challenging where you may think that you're losing your mind. I know for myself, I mean, there were times I thought I was losing my mind because everything, I didn't know how to deal with it. And if you're no, no matter where you're at on your, on your spiritual journey, there's always more expansion, more growth that can happen. And if you don't know how to really ground yourself, it can be very, very overwhelming where you really think that you're losing your mind. So maybe take advantage of what we shared with you today about sound healing, what Sharon shared, and find a way that maybe you can make sound healing part of your daily activity. Maybe get yourself a singing bowl or use sound or whatnot to really ground yourself. Because as we're really showing up every single day for our clients, for ourselves, we have to be grounded. So I really think that, you know, Sharon, thank you so much for talking about the whole being an empath and how sound healing can really help us because that was really beneficial for, for myself. And I think also for a lot of others. Now it makes sense why I like being in my car and listening to loud bass Uh (laughs) and those type of things. Mm -hmm. yeah so thank you so much for sharing that and you know like i said thank you so much for being here it was so great for for you to you know show show up here and you know do this with me and i'm super super grateful oh it's been such a great fun Kay. thank you and also guys i want to thank you again for tuning in i'm super grateful that you guys are always tuning in and if you have any questions or if you would like to just kind of share your insights off what were you experienced as where you were doing the life language and the sound healing like i said email me at info at if there's any other topic you want me to talk about maybe if there's a special person or expert that you think that would be a perfect fit for my show please feel free to connect them with me. I would definitely love to see if that would be a good fit for the show. But super grateful that you're here and I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.